The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid any longer, little flock, for your father is pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourselves that do not wear out. An inexhaustible treasure in heaven that no thief can reach nor moth destroy. For where your treasure is, there will also be your heart. Gird your loins and light your lamps and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding, ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are the servants whom find the master finds vigilant and his arrival. Amen. I say to you, he will gird himself and have them recline a table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. Be sure of this, if the master of the house had known the hour when the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be prepared for an hour you do not expect. The Son of Man will come. And then Peter said, Lord, is this parable meant for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, Who then is the faithful and prudent steward, whom the master will put in charge of his servants to distribute the food allowance at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master on arrival finds doing so. Truly, I say to you, the master will put the servant in charge of all the property. But if that servant says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants to eat and drink and get drunk, and then that servant's master will come on an unexpected day at an unknown hour and will punish the servant severely and assign him to a place with the unfaithful. That servant who knew his master's will but did not make the preparations nor act in accord with his will shall be beaten severely. And the servant who was ignorant of his master's will, 
but acted in a way deserving of a severe beating, shall be beaten only lightly. Much will be required of the person entrusted with much, and still more will be demanded of the person entrusted with more. The Gospel of the Lord. I believe that some time ago I mentioned a pictorial biography of St. Therese of Lisieux, The Little Flower, in which there was a photograph of a crucifix. And beneath it, it said, this was one of the crucifixes used by St. Therese during her time in the convent. The sisters were not allowed to keep one crucifix for too long for fear that they might become attached to it. At the time, I said, now that's detachment. That's abandonment. But you can't even hold a crucifix for too long lest you become attached to it. But there was something more than that. They didn't want even a crucifix to become a possession that would distract you from the treasure. The treasure was everything. The treasure was the reason for your being there. And nothing should take your eyes off the treasure. Our Lord speaks of that today. And he tells his little flock not to be afraid. The Father has given us everything. And he tells us then, for where your treasure is, there also will your heart be. What does that mean? What is the heart? What is the treasure? The heart in Scripture is the total person, body and soul, but in particular, the will. The heart is the will, because in the will resides love. Love is a choice that I make. That's my heart. And where my treasure is, those are the things that I will choose based on the treasure. I will will everything dependent upon what I consider the treasure to be. And so our Lord tells us that. But he tells us also that we have to be watchful. We have to be vigilant. And that we are going to be held accountable for our lives and for what we have done. That's something that's very basic to us, I think. But it's so easy in our world to follow some other treasure. This gospel, in a sense, picks up where last Sunday's gospel ended. You remember the parable of the the rich man who had an abundant harvest, and so he tore down his barns and built new ones and was very pleased with himself. He could eat, drink, and be merry, and he would enjoy these things for a long time, and God said, you fool, this very night your life will be demanded of you. Well, this picks up there with that sort of vigilance and that sort of awareness that we have to have relative to the treasure that is ours. Now, the treasure, of course, is going to be the Lord. God is the treasure. The kingdom of God is the treasure. Heaven is the treasure. That's the element for which we live or should. We must focus on that treasure 
and must come back to it over and over again. And that will determine everything else that we do. Remember the, the poem that was Come Labor On. Who dare stand idle on the harvest plain while all around him waves the golden grain? And to the servant does the master say, Go, work today. And so our Lord tells us that in this gospel. Um, Blessed are those servants whom the master finds uh, vigilant on his arrival. It, It does take vigilance. It takes a constant reviewing of our lives on a daily basis to see whether or not we are actually moving in the right direction. And then St. Peter asks the question about who this is meant for, and he says, for everyone, all of us. Uh, We then begin to think that perhaps this is a ways off and I can ignore it. You know, um, St. Jose Maria Escrivá had a prayer to the Holy Spirit. It's really quite beautiful, in many ways sums up this gospel. He said, Come, O Holy Spirit, enlighten my understanding in order to know your commands. Strengthen my heart against the snares of the enemy. Enkindle my will. I have heard your voice and I do not want to harden my heart and to resist saying later, tomorrow. Nunc chepi, right now, lest there be no tomorrow for me. And our Lord is saying that. He will come and we have to accept that. He won't just come at the end of time or at the end of our lives. He's always coming. After all, that's why we are here. The greatest treasure that we have is the Eucharist, from which everything comes and everything goes back to it. That is the great treasure that he has given to us. We must sacrifice everything for that treasure, whatever it might be. Even if we don't feel like that's the treasure, we must know that it is. And then we must will it. That's what our heart must do. We first have to know, and then we have to will I first have to know who you are before I can love you. I have to know that you exist at least before I can love you. Well, we know the Lord who has come to us in this treasure. But it goes beyond that because the prayer of St. Jose Maria Escrivá goes on and he finishes his thought by saying, O Spirit of truth and wisdom, Spirit of understanding and counsel, spirit of joy and of peace, I want what you want, because you want it, as you want it, when you want it. That's not so easy to say, is it, to be able to respond that quickly? But see how often it comes back to that, doesn't it? And so uh, our Lord tells us, we have been given much. We've been given everything if we have the Eucharist, and therefore much will be required of us because we've been given so much. We've been given this great treasure. And so everything must be directed towards the love of that treasure. There was also a 
another verse that said, as the Lord remarks here too, come labor on. No time for rest till glows the western sky and the long shadows o'er our pathway lie. And the glad sound comes with the setting sun. Servant, well done. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you trusting in your mercy and love for the church throughout the world that her members will always be faithful disciples, always prepared and vigilant for the coming of the Lord. We pray for the church suffering, especially in the Middle East, for the freedom of the church in our own country, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially those hostile to the church, that they may come to know the Lord, for our own nation, for all those running for public office, and for peace, we pray to the Lord. For all those who are sick and suffering, for those who are hospitalized, for those who are dying, that they may be united to the sufferings of the Lord, for those who suffer from spiritual or mental illness, for those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost their faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For greater respect for human life, especially in the womb and at the end, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood in the consecrated life, especially from our own parish and diocese, those young men and women who in a unique way will work in the kingdom of God and with the harvest. For a greater reverence for the integrity of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, that they will be truly prophetic witnesses in our own age, we pray to the Lord. For all those returning to school at this time of year, they will be focused on the truth that comes from God. Above all things, we pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors. For all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster especially those who have died recently in acts of violence. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, that we will always be vigilant for the coming of the Lord. We will always be focused on the true treasure that comes from him. We pray to the Lord. We now join our prayers to those of the Queen of Peace as we sing. Mm-hmm. 